Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, Ara Zabayan, and Christina Mauser. Hey everybody, welcome back to Standing Room Only NY. Uh, Shane, Victor, Ashley, as the entire world knows now, uh, a little over a week ago, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and seven others who Ashley just eloquently read passed away in a tragic helicopter accident uh, north of Los Angeles. Um, Victor, you were, you are probably the biggest basketball fan here. Tell us. Yeah, I um, grew up watching Kobe, um, especially during his championship run um, where he did it in uh, 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. um, and when I first saw the news, I was shocked. Mm -hmm. I saw it on someone's Instagram. It was like a TMZ thing, and I really thought it was fake. I was just like, come on, this can't be real. Then I went on Twitter, and then it said, uh, it was. I think then it was like they thought it was only five people that were in the helicopter, mm -hmm. but there were no names. And then a couple of minutes later, I go to CNN and I see the breaking news and I was shocked, really, really shocked. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Kobe, he was, he was like a different kind of player. Uh, he wasn't like he, he transcended the sport um, with the legacy left behind being arguably one of the best Lakers to put on that uniform. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then his post-life, I mean, to think the man won an Oscar for mm. his animated short, mm. which I loved. Um, yeah, it just, it was, I remember just being glued to the TV the first two days it happened because I really couldn't yeah. believe it and watching all the tributes. Yeah. Uh, so my condolences out to him, his family, and all the other lives that were lost that day. Yeah, um, yeah it's still, it's still tough to really say like, wow, Kobe's. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Right. and the fact that he was with his daughter too, was, I think just the way it happened was the heartbreaking part. It was so devastating. Absolutely, and I think the fact that he went out with his daughter, doing mm -hmm. what he loved to do and embracing her passion, as well as everyone else who was on the helicopter with him, I think. It again, as Victor said, transcends his whole legacy mm -hmm. in general. Being what? he wasn't just a basketball player; he was a father. He was a role model yeah. uh, to a lot of people, and I hope going forward, a lot of people actually embrace his uh, Mamba mentality. Mm. What did he mean to you? You're you're a fan for well. I mean, I was the a better Knicks. part of your life. I was a Knicks fan. I mean, I am still a Knicks fan. And when what was it? I think Kobe dropped. I think like 60 points in the garden one time or no it was, it was 60 no it was 60 points in the garden and like that was the record <laughs> that was the record when he dropped that 60 points and it was almost Kobe was the player that you hated but you loved to hate because mm -hmm. he was so good mm -hmm. and how has it affected you you were pretty I mean, we were all texting when it yeah happened. I remember yeah. I was like a little quiet in the group chat because I was just honestly in shock yeah just th that that was the biggest thing just yeah the shock of it and I can only imagine I mean I only knew him as the character that he was on on the NBA screen on the on you know on the hardwood floor the corner, and whatever yeah. um social media is out there 
And what's crazy is the day before he passed away, he mentioned LeBron James in a tweet mm-hmm. after congratulating him for passing him third all time in points. And that just blew my mind. It's yeah. like, wait, if you look on Twitter eight hours ago, you just tweeted this and now I'm watching on the new screen. Like, it was, yeah. yeah, it was, I think as many fans are, it was tough to, to really swallow that pill and accept that he was gone. But the way, like, sports came together all the fans did where um in la they first postponed their tuesday game but Mm -hmm. then they played again on friday and the tribute they had to him all the artists that came out uh it was really i think it gave fans enough closure or uh, uh, just allowed them to grieve Mm -hmm. and come to terms with what happened um and then also what la was able to put together around the staples center like the tributes mm-hmm. the fans bringing in basketballs yeah. um like letting allowing like uh, people to leave flowers having them write on like these big billboard panels uh that were out there so it was really really cool i remember seeing one tweet that was um this person goes to buy flowers at a shop that were, and then he bought them in purple and gold. Mm-hmm. So when he goes to pay uh, the cashier, he goes, uh, how much do I owe you? And the cashier goes, oh, or is, is, this, um, is this for Kobe Bryant? And he's like, yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. This one's, and the mm-hmm. cashier goes, don't worry. This one's for LA. So I think it, you know, Kobe meant a lot to LA. You know, it's always going to be a Lakers town. And yeah. whether you were a Lakers fan, a Clippers fan, or a Knicks fan, whatever the case is, I think that really brought the NBA together and, and fans of the community as well. What did you know of him? Were you a fan before? Um, I think I was a fan more after his basketball days. I don't mm-hmm. follow basketball as much, but I think just seeing how much of a role model he was to everyone, all the quotes that he would put out, all of the inspiration that he provided not only to you know us, but the, the kids on his daughter's team and just really pushing it forward. I know there was a point where, you know, people were like, oh, you know, don't you wish for a son to carry on your legacy? And he was like, no, she's going to do it. And he was very proud to be her father Mm -hmm. and proud to be there. And, I mean, going out like this, obviously, he was, you know, he did it to the end. Yeah, he was going to coach a game. I mean, for me, I he meant nothing to me. Um my knowledge of him was limited to the fact that I knew he was a Laker. I knew he was an all-time great. And I knew that he had had marital problems. See, that's really all I ever heard in the press back when they did file for divorce and they reconciled. It wasn't until last Sunday that I learned anything about the man. Because I just don't follow basketball like that. And it's having been around longer than both of you, I tried to think about this reaction that the world literally is having to his death. What is it compared to? I've seen world leaders die from afar, famous people die from afar, and the only one I can actually compare it to would be when Princess Di was killed in 1997. The world stopped. Like, I had never seen it before. She was beloved. This royal former princess who was saving the world from landmines and, and children and killed because of paparazzi or whatever it might have been the world stopped literally until after her services were done and it reminds me of kobe and here and i there was just i reposted this thing that someone wrote so beautifully far more eloquently than i can say it but 
just look around you when you're when you're upset about the state of the world and you see that everyone of every background, every race, every ethnicity, every creed, every religion, every preference, every political spectrum uh, is stopping to pay homage and respect and love and shed tears for a man that they never met, this black man from Philadelphia who was raised in Italy, spoke fluent Italian, Spanish, I believe some Mandarin, uh, obviously English, who was an Oscar winner, like you said, who is a father who was this imperfect, flawed kid who came into the scene at 17 and grew into someone. Everyone who loved him grew up watching him. And we all become adults. And we all hope that we can move past anything that was just a dumb kid making a mistake. And he did that. And he did that masterfully. And he had, he just, I mean, I have so much inspiration I've drawn from him in the last week and change just knowing about him after the fact. That I'm, I'm sad that I didn't know it beforehand. And I just, I feel for everyone on that, that chopper and what went through their minds and the families now. And it's, but I, I it's, it's aside from maybe Princess Di, it's unprecedented. And it's just, it just takes a special kind of human being that to happen yeah. and uh, he will be missed even by those who didn't know anything about him yeah. like myself Absolutely. well there are even Mets and you know yeah yeah were, um, affected by it I mean you'll have um, our first mention with Daryl Strawberry and, and Kobe Bryant uh, he said that he would always tell um, <clears throat> excuse me I think my mm-hmm. mic went out there we go yeah it's just a half pause yeah there we go sorry about that uh he would always tell me he was a Mets fan and that I was his favorite player. I was always honored when a great player like Kobe would say that I was his favorite. So what happened Sunday naturally hits home for me. I'm heartbroken for his wife and daughters. I just can't imagine what they are feeling like today. What happened to Kobe just makes you understand that you can't take anything in life for granted. Nothing is given. You have to be thankful for each new day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He grew, up, he grew up a Mets fan. Yeah. From Philadelphia. He used to piss off Philly fans <laughs> by saying that. Um, and then, of course, all the focus is, of course, on – most of the focus on, of course, the Bryants. You know, uh, I will post it real quick. Gigi, I don't follow basketball. But, but yeah, I watching those videos. I UConn, though. Okay. I became a UConn fan maybe like seven years ago. Um, I was sick and I was home. SNY was on, and it was just the Huskies, the women's basketball team. And I followed that team religiously. And so, knowing that that was her goal, I yeah. have no doubt in my mind she would have gotten, gotten there. Yeah, that's 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 hard. But other people were on that helicopter as well, including uh, a fairly famous baseball coach, John Antobelli, and he was um, he coached. Jeff McNeil for a time for a season and you know Jeff tweeted out tough to hear the news of coach uh, Altobelli one of my favorite coaches I've ever played for and one of the main reasons I got a chance to play professional baseball both the baseball and basketball world lost a great one today yeah um, yeah no it's yeah it's I we took a pause there because it's just yeah. a little tough to absorb but it is it is, um, but, uh, yeah, our condolences to everyone absolutely. affected and all the lives lost. Um, yeah. Why don't we actually have a moment of silence yes. to recognize all the individuals who did pass?
right. So. Well, I got me. <laughs> yeah. a, little, a little emotion. Uh, it just, yeah. it, it does sink in there. So. Um, moving on. Moving on to, to some Mets news. Mets news. <laughs> God, this broke today. <laughs> All right. So. Um, as it was too good to be true. Was it too good to be true, or uh, is it just a rumor? <laughs> Started See, out there by, you know, so let's, I mean, let's, let's read out the headline. So there are rumors saying that Steve Cohen is ending negotiations with the Wilpons to sell 80% of the team. Uh, apparently, they couldn't come to terms um, with any of the, um, I guess, the, the five-year uh, transition that mm-hmm. the Wilpons imposed. And, yep. The, uh, yeah, the official think, comment what is, was the, comment, the parties, quote, the parties are subject to confidentiality obligations, including a mutual non-disclosure agreement, and therefore cannot comment. Well, that was from the Mets. That's from the Mets. That's the yep. official statement. However, basically, the there rumors, are enough rumblings. Yeah. And where there's smoke, there's fire, they're saying. Yeah. And it, it, it it's just... You know, I, I came into this knowing we were going to start off with Kobe, thinking I'm not going to go on a rant today because I'll probably be affected. <laughs> and now I, I now I, <laughs> it, it's trivial in the grand scheme of things. But like, come on, they can't even sell the team right. And everyone's on Twitter actually going on about this: how we can't sell it right, how we can never have anything good in our lives. Why? Because we are the Mets. Yeah, you have some of those tweets you want to read out, don't you? Oh, or? hold on. But uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just pathetic. I mean, he just understandably he's going to pump all this money into the team. He wants control now. He wants results now. Yeah. He's a lifelong Mets fan. He wants his money to pay off sooner rather than later. Absolutely. So one of the tweets is actually from Brett G. Nineteen eighty one. It means we're fucked. Mets fans are fucked. Um, another at BB Mets fan. We can never have good things. Uh, Vince Gargarlian? Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the ultimate punch to the baseballs. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this was uh, from Mike Puma uh, of the New York Post. He went on to say, uh, Steve Cohen's $2.6 billion bid to buy the Mets is on life support, if alive at all. Sources close to the situation are confirming that the billionaire hedge fund manager is ending negotiations with the Wilpons of his purchase of an 80% stake in the franchise. According to those sources, Cohen is deeply unhappy with the Wilpons changing the terms of the deal at a very late stage and has decided to walk away. It's funny because last month um, when they were asked if Cohen was actually had any say in hiring Luis Rojas... Um, the Mets general manager, your favorite, Brody, um, he actually said it was business as usual for he and the Wilpons. So was that a dead giveaway? It certainly looked like it, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, I'm hoping it's a negotiation tactic. Yeah. I, ho- I hope he, he I, I hope it's a negotiation tactic. I hope Absolutely. no comment, Maybe actually five means years, no comment. Five years is a long time to He's 60, over. what, yeah. two? 60 what? I mean, no, whatever. It doesn't matter about doesn't his matter age, age necessarily. It's about it five kinda, years. I mean, I mean, does it really though? Don't you want to see results with your money when, like, Nick? I mean, the only issue I see with it 67, is... 68, he's going to be able to have control over this team. What do you think? He's going to wait until he's eighty to you know use his money for something of purpose. What do you mean? What? No, for me, <laughs> I, th- this is this is what I'm saying. 
if you're investing, if you're purchasing 80% of the team, you kind of want your money, you want your input to be seen right away. You don't want other people making decisions for yeah. you. That's true. That's where I feel the Wilpons and Cohen aren't seeing it eye to eye. The Wilpons, at the end of the day, I don't know what's really in their mind. Are they just trying to milk this situation no. as far as possible? Or were they able to recuperate or find some source of money that's like saying, you know what, um, we're willing to take this if we have mm-hmm. to you know, not sell the team anymore and just have it under our full mm-hmm. control, then you know what? They, I'm sure they could be very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, it feels like there's something more at play that we don't yeah. know about because Absolutely. it's a, a really a dumb... Rumor. It is, but I mean, New York beat guys or the Mets are pretty on point usually, so I feel like, I don't know, hopefully it's just a negotiation tactic. Maybe he's playing hardball with them. Maybe there's something we don't know about that, that they will be okay. At least they think they will. Yeah. Hope so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, what else happened in the last few weeks? On the topic of Luis Rojas, um, he is the 23rd-ish manager of the Mets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, how would you count that? 23.5. We had a manager, but he never managed. Is he technically still, like... hmm. No, I don't think... I I wouldn't consider Beltran a manager. I mean, but was he on their payroll at any point? He did work. So then technically... But he never managed the game. Yeah, but he never managed the game. Not even spring training. But he still was paid for something. I mean, f- technically, he's still a manager. In all technicalities. It's, I mean, it's stupid. But he, he never, it's stupid. He, he never managed the game. So what, so what about... 22A. What about giving him a, an, a little, like, asterisk as I knew so. I think he's going to get one regardless. Victor loves the asterisks. <laughs> and then Luis Rojas is 23.5. So how do you feel about this signing? I feel good about it. I mean, he's been with the organization for 15 seasons. A lot of people always have to say, you know, he's really good at teaching. Um, He's full of knowledge. He's laid back. But he's also um, someone who gives great vibes to the team. And, you know, we already are hearing things about him being very confident in working with Diaz and bringing him back to his old self. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, and the Mets players reacted very, very yeah. well to this. I, I thought Absolutely. I had that queued up. Uh, no, it's fine. But, and, happened, and, but aside from that, um, there was like I players know. like Syndergaard, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, mm-hmm. all, yeah, Dom Smith, yeah. all who praised them, and they're like, we came up Strowman. through this guy. Pete Alonso um, so, actually um, was one of the people who lobbied for Luis Rojas, yeah. and he mm-hmm. actually said, "This dude never loses his cool. He never hits the panic button. He's always prepared. He doesn't use his knowledge." Of the game, he uses his instincts very, very well. He's paid his man- dues managing in the minor leagues. He's paid his dues in managing in the Dominican Republic. So absolutely. So, um, when the news came out, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, because the Mets they weren't going to go for a Buck Showalter or Dusty Baker no. like we kind of briefly mentioned in the previous episode. I mean, I think we kind of knew it was going to be one. It of was going to be someone internal. Yeah, guys. it was going to be Mullins or yeah. um, or Luis Rojas at that yeah. point. It wasn't yeah. going to be some mystery name or whatever else was going to come out of the woodworks to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to manage the Mets with Luis Rojas. I'm hoping that he's able, like he was able to lead these young guys into uh, the minors, that he'll be able to have a successful two seasons that he, I think he signed in for, or yeah. whatever the case may be, with this major league roster. I mean, he's he got a hell of a pedigree. 
with his yeah. father, with uh, Philippe and Moises. You know, they're on the yeah. same last name, but they're the same <laughs> pedigree. And, you know, Moises was a good player for us. You know, it was towards the end of his career. But he was still damn good, and Philippe is a legend. So, I mean, Absolutely. you know, and he, he's like, I will lead this team to success. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's uh, it's definitely not. I, my my money was on Mullins, but, uh, yeah. you know, I'm fine with this. A little? Yeah, hopeful? we have to hopeful? see. I'm hopeful. I, I think I'm more hopeful with Rojas than Beltran. Ooh, tell us why. I agree. It's for the fact that Luis Rojas brought these guys up to the major leagues. Beltran, he was just coming off playing. He was, I mean, he was still fresh to the game. However, with the scandal that followed him from the Astros, with everything else, I felt like that probably would have been a bigger distraction to the team and to the players. And with Luis Rojas, he's kind of... Right now, he earned his stripes. Mm-hmm. So it's about going in with the confidence uh, that he is now going to be this major league manager for the New York Mets. That it's going to be a big task. To be, it's yeah. huge task because yeah. you're in the eyes of the media every single day, scrutinized for whatever move you make. Even if you're not involved in that move, somehow you're mm-hmm. going to be yep. asked to uh, talk about it. it and comment on it and whatever the case is. I'm hopeful that this is a blessing in disguise. I'm hopeful that everything we went through with Beltran, that let's Will Pond's like puppets. I'm a little worried that Beltran's so eager to have his first opportunity kind of would have been whatever Brody needed him mm-hmm. to be. And mm-hmm. obviously Brody's whatever Jeff and Fred need him to be. And uh, Rojas is the most agreeable of who they had left. And yet probably someone who's more of an independent thinker. Mm-hmm. I'm very hopeful he's more of an independent thinker and will will have the the X factor that this town needs mm-hmm. to be able to be a successful manager. And Absolutely. Let's hope so because it's been a long time since yep. we've had someone we actually yeah. had faith in. And uh, I think I think it'll be a blessing in disguise, even if it's not the next Davy Johnson or, or or Gil Hodges. I think or Bobby V. I think it's hopefully the best move available to us given the circumstances. Absolutely. So, more good news. Um, moving on to the 2020 Hall of Fame inductees. All right. So, we have John Matlock, who is the one I'm the least familiar with because I was not born yet. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, I actually wasn't born. Um, he was a 1972 Rookie of the Year, a three-time All-Star with the Mets. He's in the top ten in the franchise history for wins, complete games, ERA, strikeouts, shutouts, and innings. And uh, he won two games during the postseason in 73, the year we went and lost to the A's in the World Series. Um, you know, he was honored. He got the call from GIF. Uh, he was astounded. When he, <laughs> he's so grateful and honored. Uh, the time in New York was special to him. And, uh, of course, he gives a special shout-out to Al Jackson, who's posthumously being inducted. They all do. Another one is Ron Darling, yeah, who Ron we all Darling. love. Yeah, so fan favorite, of course. So... Uh, Darling, he was one of the backbones in the Mets uh, pitching rotation in the 80s. He ranks fourth in team history with wins at 99. Darling also is top 10 in complete games, innings, strikeouts, and shutouts. Uh, He was obviously a member of that 86 championship team as well. And he is uh, a staple in the Mets broadcast Mm -hmm. uh, booth. So I'm, I'm very happy. He goes on to say... Congratulations to the honor to the other honorees, especially Al Jackson, who was my favorite mentor in the minor leagues. Al changed the path 
of my professional baseball career, and for that, I will forever be grateful. Bravo. And who else do we have going in? Edgardo Alfonso. So Alfonso was one of the most clutch performers in Mets history. He ranks first in the team's post history in hits, runs, and RBIs. Uh, He also homered in the one-game playoff in 1999 at Cincinnati and then slugged two homers, including a grand slam in Game 1 of the NLDS at Arizona. He ranks in the top 10 in franchise history in hits, runs, doubles, RBIs, OBPs, total bases, and batting average. He also won a Silver Slugger Award in 1999 and was an All-Star in 2000. So... He also had to say getting into the Mets Hall of Fame is a dream come true for me. The Mets have had so many great players in their history, and I'm so proud to receive this honor. This is something I never thought would be possible when I started out. I was never much for individual goals. I just wanted to help us win. For me to get inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame on the 20th anniversary of our NL championship is a special thrill. And then he also had to say that he was really glad that Al Jackson was getting honored as well. And before we talk about Al Jackson... He also led the Cyclones to their first championship. Then Brody fired yeah. him. And now I'm really hopeful Brody has to say something at this induction ceremony about Aguardo. I just want to see that with Piazza and Ventura and, and, and whoever else might be there just eyeing him. Like, you fired our boy. But Al Jackson, uh, who, who passed away um, last year, August 19th, he was an original Met. Uh, spent 50 years in the New York Mets uniform. Uh, he pitched for the Mets from 62 to 69 and later became a major league coach, minor league pitching coordinator, and front office advisor for the club. Quote, Al was one of the one of the Mets' longest tenured uniform members, said Jeff Wilpon. You can't measure the impact he had on the players uh, as a ma- major league and minor league coach. His laugh is greatly missed. We are honored to bestow this award to his family. Um, yeah. That that's overdue. I'm, Absolutely, you know, that's very overdue for all of them. Congratulations to all of them, and non-players that have been that will be inducted this year as well include um, uh, Bob Mant, who uh, who passed away in 2010. He's a front office executive, I believe. He started as a ticketing clerk. Wow. at the wow. ticket booth, I believe that's that's who it is. And uh, Scout Harry Miner, who uh, passed away in 2013, and. Um, Groundskeeper Pete Flynn. That's the big one yeah. for me. Pete, do you know who Pete Flynn is? No, no. not too Tell familiar us. with the Pete name. Flynn. That's why I put this little collage up over here. Um, Pete Flynn was an original Met as well. He was a groundskeeper, junior groundskeeper, um, in, at the Polo Grounds. Moved over to Shea. Right. He was the man who drove the Beatles to the stage. Oh wow! That's actually a huge honor. It is a huge honor. So years later. At last play at Shea, Billy Joel's last concert, the last concert ever at Shea, uh, Paul McCartney flew in to JFK. Billy had no idea if he was going to make it to, to be in the show. And he got a police escort from JFK right up the, the Jackie Robinson. And they got to the door and Pete Flynn meets in, in the tunnel. And you see that picture right there. Yeah. That's him going, oh, I'm Pete Flynn. I actually drove you and the, and the mates and the lads to the stage in 63. And he's yeah. like, oh, 64. He's like, oh, oh okay. You know, and so that, I mean, imagine that awesome moment. Yeah. So, you know, he's a legend. Uh, he actually, his last day, I, I was at his last game. It was the same Jose Reyes' first, mm-hmm. last, first last game in 2011. And uh, he's just, I mean, congratulations to all of them. Yeah. They all deserve it. Congratulations to everyone. Yes. All right, and speaking of Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. I think it's time for a light. 
Alright, as you can see, we have our buzzers from Oh, our oh my god! That, that is, please so do not do that in... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that into the mic. Alright. Alright. Taking it back. We'll cut that in post. <laughs> Should we go back to lightning round? No, no let's no, just no, pick no. it up here. There's a joke. We're keeping that in the show. Yeah. I'm just going to okay. lower it for the fans. Just lowering it. All okay. right. Are we ready? Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm All right. Ready. So this time we're not calling the answers, though. We're actually going to buzz in. Yep. Charge. And, and well, hold on. Is the rule she has to read the full question out? Oh, I... I feel like that takes away the drama. I, I feel like someone fucks up, they fuck up. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. No, man. Because she yes. says a name and then you go... Duh. And Are then you sure it's that's like how you my do realize you've done that as well. No, but you do it. If we go back and watch the footage of the I knew it. challenge that you had, but I, but she I didn't knew even it. finish saying her whole sentence. You go, this person, this person, that person, that person. Let her say the whole question. So you're saying you don't want to lose? Oh. No, let her say the whole question. Okay, man. okay. let's say the whole question. Let her okay. say the whole question. Okay, let's say the whole question. Okay. We're shutting it down now. Okay. How many members are there currently in the Hall of Fame? Mets Hall of Fame. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, were you done? Was it Cooperstown Hall of Fame or Mets Hall of Fame? Mets Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, can I ask, is it current or including the inductees to come? Including everyone that we just mentioned. 32. The, the... Including the inductees. No, it's 27. Okay. So Oof. sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, you're supposed to hit. The one time you don't hit the wrong answer. This is Shane's, Shane's challenging Shane, this. Shane, Shane's checking it. All right, let's see. Uh, this is where uh, Shane puts in music. You're right. I think you're right. It's 27 <laughs> including. Right. Yay, Ashley's right. It's not. It's 27? Uh, it's 27 no, I don't know. including. That's fair. No, no, I'm wrong. Okay. I was okay. looking at the wrong column, and it said someone's number instead of. Uh, <laughs> it said 32, so I was like, oh. So wait, you studied before? Oh. We decided what this was going to be a week ago. I didn't ago. study before. Oh, that's on right, you, bro. Go. <laughs> the Point Lashley. Ding. Ding. Yay. The inductees are honored with plaques in the Mets Hall of Fame and Museum at City Field, which was opened when? I'm looking for a month and a year. The Mets Hall of Fame Museum. Shane. April 2013. Wait, no. would I? Okay. Victor? Hit the buzzer like a normal person. <laughs> the Mets Hall of Fame, I would say... Uh, April 2011. No. You both were close. 2012. It was April 2010. Oof. They did it that quickly? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I thought it took longer. It felt longer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what she said. Well, he was closer. But he doesn't right. get it. Point wow. Actually. We're both... Shit. All right. And you studied... Down. All right, go on, Ashley. What club previously housed the Hall of Fame plaques at Shea Stadium? Shane. The Diamond Club. Correct. Okay. All right, point Shane. Shane's on the board. No, I had no idea. That was, the, that, that was like the only nice restaurant for like the VIPs at Shea. Really? That was it. Okay. Yeah. All right, who was the last met before our recent three editions inducted into the Hall of Fame? In- oh. Mike Piazza. 
Yes. There we go. Bang. So much for letting me finish the question. Well, I thought. I, oh, so does that disqualify? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, she took a pause. She paused. She did take a pause. No, she did. Pause. Pause. I did. Oh my! He gets so defensive. I know. Oh my Husband. god. It's okay. It's alright. You would think with that beautiful haircut that took an hour and a half to get done that he'd be yeah. like, "I'm cool." No, I am cool, but it's just I get competitive. All right. <laughs> Who was the first person to be inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame in 1981? Shane. Uh, what the fuck was her name? Well, Casey, uh, Casey Stengel and uh, Peyton. Uh, ah, shit. Bet, no, Beth something Peyton. I, I don't know the name. Victor. Did he get it wrong? No, he got it wrong. Oh, he got it. It's okay. wrong. Um, you see, you said Will Hodges, Gil Hodges, Gil Hodges. Oh, you were so close. Uh, it was Joan Whitney Payson. Payson. Well, also uh, Casey Stengel got he's inducted. Te- he's technically the second. Oof. Technically. Yo, Ashley's roasting us this lightning round. That's well, a good lightning round. All right. She was the first owner of the Mets, so that's why yeah. she got in first. Even though they got inducted in the same year, like five minutes apart. Yeah. Okay. So. This, this is the is, last question. Yes. This. Well, this is your tiebreaker. Um, because it's one and one and then three. Uh, Can you say done after you're done? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Break over. Who was the third person to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1982? Done. Shane. Go Hodges. Correct. All right. Ashley still Shane. won the round. Ashley still won this round, still shut it down. Good the job. winner is. Ashley. <laughs> Ooh, the house won at Vegas. <laughs> yeah. you know, of course, like, you can't argue with the house. You're the one that came up with the questions. See what had happened was somebody tried to study. He still didn't win. Well, you studied. I didn't study. I would my, have, have copied off the Honest to God, I had a feeling that Payson would be a question. A question, and I tried so hard to remember her name. Yeah. I can never remember her damn name. I was actually very I can picture her that face. it was a woman. She was the first owner of the team. She yeah. was, and she was also the first owner who bought a baseball team, not inherited it. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's Interesting cool. Fun facts. facts. Joan Payson, that's right. All right, so circling back to our good news. I still got it on you, though. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm still more on you. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. All right, what's next, man? Victor, why don't you run us through the spring training roster? Dang. How many days? We are... Oh, I don't know how many days. Pitchers and catchers are... Well, pitchers and catchers catchers are next week. Yes. Yeah. In uh, the Grapefruit League at Point St. Lucie. Pitchers and catchers report date Monday 10th. The 10th. Yeah, so we have our 40-man rosters and then the 50-man roster in... Invitees. Uh, David Peterson and Kevin Smith, who are left-handed pitchers. Then uh, right-handed pitchers, Matt Backham, Riley Blackham, Blackham Riley Gilliam, uh, Francisco Rios, Pedro Payano, uh, Steven Nogasek. Uh, he, he pitched a couple games for the Mets last season, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. I think yeah. so, that looks familiar. And Adonis was sent out. Oh, you're my Adonis. We also have catchers Austin Bosart, Patrick... Mazika, Zika virus, and David, and David Rodriguez, Rodriguez infielder Jake Hager, which I feel like this sounds like a name of a wrestler. Who else we got, Ashley? Uh, the outfielders, uh, Ryan Cordell, Tim Tebow, and Joe Hennessy Fargus. Did I get that? Man, why do they keep bringing back Tebow? 
You know what? And I was looking at this tickets. as it was on there, and I was like, Victor's going to have something to say about this. He should. I had something to say about it. It's bullshit. Dude, he's taking a spot away from a kid that deserves it. Thank that. you. Yep. I mean, granted, he doesn't have a spot on the roster. At least he's not on the 40-man roster anymore. Yeah. That's, um, this is true. At least thank they God know for that. Jamal maybe they're maybe they're phasing Tebow out, but no, nah, the whole they, Tebow they, mania. He wasn't even there. He wasn't even on the right. I know. He, he was you know, phased out. It's Tebow mania. He was, was with the Jets, and then he it's, came back to New York, and is now in New York. Tebow Matt. mania is Wolfon Green. And you know what pisses me off even more when I see people with Tebow jerseys. <laughs> why? First of all, why I'm would you waste over eighty dollars on getting a Tebow jersey? And I'm sure some people got that custom made. So you're paying an extra $20 to write the name Tebow and the number 15 on it. That makes me say and sound like this. It fucking drives me crazy. I'd rather yeah. see a Matt Harvey jersey going around than that shit. That's so stupid. Yeah. He's nothing to the team. He never was. He never was. And he, I, he, would, he played for Syracuse last year, and he was terrible. Yeah, he stunk. Yeah. He absolutely stunk. It's just Man, I mean, Tebow pathetic. is... He's a good guy. Oh, I got no problem with the guy. But when it comes to baseball, like... Good guys... Yeah. You could be the nicest person in the world. Don't mean that... No, you're right. Whatever. It's stupid. Yeah, so that... Who else? All right. The free agent signings of the group are Rios, Payano, Rodriguez, Hager, Cordell, and Fargus. Uh, they joined previously announced uh, minor league signings with big league camp invites. Why are you laughing, Jay? Because I'm he sorry. wrote that. No, like, no, so no. Hard. I did just like, copy and paste. Okay. But no, what? Just the name. I didn't. I didn't hear anyone say it till just now when you said it. What? Johenswe Joe Fargus. <laughs> it sounds like did anyone farted? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm five. Johenswe. Uh, but yeah, Johenswe farted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Jason. Jason. What a name. Jason, Jason. Shreve. Which Max is Jason? And Jared Parker. And then we He's also had names. Matt Adams as well. Yeah. On the list. Uh, Matt Adams was a former first baseman for the uh, Washington Nationals. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Uh, my, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, you know who else is working with uh, Diaz? Pedro. Pedro. I called it. I Martin called it Diaz. like. You did. Mm, I would say episode 14. I called it. Let's go back. We'll review the footage. <laughs> no, you did call it though. Yeah. Um, spring training, I'm excited. Um, I really want to see how our team does. Predictions. I do want to see how Rojas. Wait, like does if they're gonna the win team. the championship in spring training or no? Ooh. There's no championship for spring. Well, training. there is. There's like the bragging rights for winning first place. Oh wow! Well, uh, uh. yeah. Wait, what did you want to see? Never mind. Yeah. Oh, what were you saying, Ashley? <laughs> Ashley just forgot. It- our predictions. I expect the normal. No, actually. We'll figure out who's going to be the fifth starter. That's going to yep. be interesting. Mm. That's going to be huge. Actually, I could see four and five being a toss-up. I could honestly see three, four, five being a toss-up. No way. Mm. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, sorry, four, be five. Grom, because Grom, of Matt's. Yeah, because Strowman. Yeah, yeah, but Matt's. Is but Matt's, could he be the odd man out? Or is he going to be, I mean, Porcello could. He seems mo- the most likely to get a starting rotation What spot. about Waka? Yeah, and then that's what I was going to say, Michael Waka. Waka is he going to, you know, take over for Steven Matz? Are the Mets going to trade Steven Matz and Dom Smith? What about I predict. Well, Mookie Betts went to. Oh, officially traded? Dodgers. Oh, wow. That is breaking news to me. That would happen the other day. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh. You you talk amongst I that yourselves. Was a, I thought that was a rumor. That <laughs> I, go to I thought it was legit, but maybe... See, um, I mean, 
whatever, aside from that, I would have only taken Mookie Betts if it was a sign and trade. I wouldn't have taken him on a flyer. Oh, you're right. It was the, it was a rumor. Okay. Yeah, no way. That that would be. Oh, it was eminent. Eminent is what yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I think someone's. I think a journalist pulled the trigger a little too soon. Okay. When I saw that, mm-hmm. and then no, like, no, no, no. You got well, a little yeah. excited. I know Mookie Betts is still on the market. Would you trade Steven Matz, uh, Pete Alonso, and who else? Who else I'm not trading Pete Alonso. Yeah, no, not Pete Alonso. I'm so sorry. Dominic Smith. Uh, Dominic Smith. Why was he even? On yeah. That's because he was the first baseman. Dominic yeah. Smith and Steven Matz for Mookie Betts. In a heartbeat. Yeah. And yeah. someone else. Fucking heartbeat. Give him Robinson Cano. Ooh, give him Robinson Cano as well. Robinson, yeah, absolutely. I think he would fit in well as a DH. He would. Yeah. He would. Bye-bye. But then the, the Red Sox have to. Or who would eat up that money? The Mets. I mean, Steve Cohen could, but, you know, he might be gone. I mean, my prediction, my bold prediction. That's going to be the number one question. In my, my, my crystal ball is that Waka will earn a place in the rotation. Rojas will want to give it to him, putting mats in the pen. But Brody will get in his way. And that'll be the first big clash of the titans of Brody Van Fuckface and Ruiz Rojas. That's... My prediction. You've heard it here. All right. Next, we're going to Curtis Granderson. Yay. The Grandy Man. Yeah. Retiring. Look how excited he is in that picture. Well, that's when they that was, won the, the pennant. Yeah. That was uh, that was an excitable night for all Mets fans. Team. I mean, every every single Mets fan was had that reaction. Yeah. I remember, you know, I still have the newspaper from when... I do Mets somewhere over here, too. Yeah. It was... That was a hell of a night. That was a fun yeah. night. It was kind of inevitable at that point, though. We kind of knew, like, uh, yeah, we're yeah. going to World Series. And that was the first moment where I go, I want this World Series. <laughs> and that was the first moment I knew I wouldn't get it. Yeah. But, but uh, 2015 would you like to read his statement, his, his release? It's a long statement, actually. You want to take that over? She, she's good at that. She's the all most right. eloquent of all of us. All right. Uh, Curtis has had this to say. I've been blessed to play professional baseball for the greater part of two decades. As I reflect on my career, I realize that not much has changed since those early days in Little League. My parents and family are still my greatest fans, and they impart the same message today that they did back then. Give back, never forget to enjoy the ride, and don't think, have fun. I'm eternally grateful to every team and every city I've had the opportunity to call home. Detroit... New York, both the Bronx and Queens, Los Angeles, Toronto, Milwaukee, Miami, and of course, my hometown of Chicago. It is these communities that allow me to take my grandkids' foundation to new heights and use my platform for positive change. As I close out this wonderful chapter in my life and step away from my days on the field, I know that my role in this game is only just getting started. I look forward to continuing my work, helping to diversify the sport, paving the way for young kids to learn and grow. Thank you to the MLB, the MLBPA, my teammates and coaches, front office staff, members of the media, partners and the fans for the ride of a lifetime. This journey would not be possible without those who came before me, breaking barriers to allow a young Curtis Granderson to live out his dream. It has been an honor to wear my socks high, Curtis Grandison. I love that. I've never seen a player receive so much love from every single team he played. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
So, I mean, he started with the Tigers, Yankees, then played for the Mets, then played for the Dodgers, then went to the Blue Jays, uh, then played for Milwaukee. So many after us. And then uh, Miami as well. Because he's only been gone. He was only gone like two and a half or three seasons, whatever it was. He played for so many after the fact. Mm -hmm. I mean, you weren't really paying attention when he was playing. But what's your favorite Grandy moment? Um, I was actually at a game, so it was when the Mets were honors, honoring their 86 team. Mm-hmm. It was a Saturday. I think it was May 10th. I was Saturday, at- May 10th, the year... When did they honor the 86 team? Uh, uh, 2016. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 2016. And I had uh, my little mirrorless camera, and I was recording the game. And then all of a sudden, Granderson, I think it was like a walk-off double against the Dodgers... And I'm screaming. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe I got that on camera. I got that on camera. That's cool. Yeah. So, actually, I'm going to try to look for that footage. You should. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post. I, uh, I mean, for me, it's funny because when he went to the Yankees, I was like, ah, I want him. I, I really <laughs> want him. And he was just, you know, for me to like a Yankee takes a lot. And uh, when he was with the Yankees, this is not my favorite moment of his. He did this funny video, which you can find on YouTube, um, where it's him late at night in the dark at his home. Just playing different songs on his iTunes, and then he's just, and then it, 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 it close up on him. He goes, now batting. What was his number with the Yankees? I don't remember. Now batting number three, Curtis Granderson. And then it'd be some cheesy yeah. song. And he'd be like, <laughs> and then he just starts crying. He's like, <laughs> and it was just so funny. I'm like, this this guy's a good actor. Yeah. And then he got the most cheers of anyone opening day when he signed with the Mets. Yeah. I mean, for me, just that catch. He's a class. He's a class. Oh guy. yeah. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's he's earned the Roberto Clemente Award. He's I think I think he has more than one, but I, I can't be sure. But uh, game two NLCS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw his first home run as a, as a Met. It was on Mother's Day. But uh, game two NLCS. That that catch. Like I was in five oh two, I believe it was, and um, everyone's like, oh, you see that off the bat, you're like, fuck. And just the way you 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 just you when you know based on how a, an athlete moves that they have it squared up yep. and it is no doubt he's going over that wall and he's catching he reached yeah. over the bullpen wall over the little bullpen house and caught that brought it back in and that that's the game right there yeah it, that I mean that's just, everything that's incredible and brought the house down so well you know uh, class act yeah. love Grandis and I'm sure my thoughts is that he's going to not only his charities but he's going to be uh, broadcaster for many decades to come. He's what got... do you think he's going to do next, Victor? Uh, I think he's going to continue with his foundation. I don't think he's going to go back into baseball just yet. I think he's going to chill. See, I don't know because he does and playoff then... commentary already. Mm, well, no, I'm saying like actually being involved with an organization. Oh, I don't think he will. Like in terms of coaching or, yeah. or um, I feel like but if he, yeah, does, if he does, does, it would be on a lower level, like with the youth that he actually, yeah, like yeah. Think, with the grandkids, yeah, statement, and then, uh, yeah, if you see him commentating, I think that would be cool too. Yeah, because he's one of the most eloquent players in any sport. He yeah. he is a presence. Uh, uh, he's a good representative. Yeah. Of the game. Yes. Yeah, he's. I think he'll he'll be he'll be making many millions that will then. Much of it will go back to charity, mm-hmm. though, because he's that kind of dude. So, tip hats our off. non-caps, our non-hats to you, Mr. Grandison. Thank you. What did we do the other day? Well, Victor actually got us this nice little... I schemed. You, you what? I schemed. I schemed. What did I you scheme? Plotted. I schemed the tour. Dun, dun, dun. I would like it to be known that a sales representative reached out to me a few months ago, and I was going to do it, and then I was just calling him, I was like... I'm not buying season tickets. Yeah. I don't want to waste your time. 
I've seen the state theme before. <laughs> in all fairness, we were truly considering whether or not season tickets were actually going to be you worth it. You were considering no, I it. Was, uh, to be honest, I was 0% entering. When I left, I was at 0% of buying those tickets. And I was, I was, I was teetering on the... Well, let's talk about the experience. Yeah, the let's do yeah, that. So why don't you tell them about well, the, one of the people that we saw... The few people we saw. Okay, well. well okay, well, well, okay. One of his yeah, we're, we're like getting way ahead of ourselves. All right, let's start off. How with did one. it start? How did it start? We Ooh. go to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we all, right. all meet at the stadium, and then uh, this sales rep. Should we say no? No, 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 no. no, 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 no we no, won't no, say no. his name. Uh, it was really cool to us. He's like a, yeah. a very nice gentleman. Yes. We'll call him Bob. Sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, we see. We check around the uh, stadium, which is really nice. I got to see some places that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. like where um, the beer is. Yeah, the, that whole even uh, to go out on the outfield. Mm-hmm. It was kind Absolutely. of muddy though. It I, was. I, kind of muddy. I, I messed up my shoes. Ashley had white. <gasps> boots oh my god! On. Did you not forget that? Yeah. Oh, I, but Ashley okay? had white boots on. But, yeah, but Ashley's reasonable. Yeah. You're like it's all. Dude, about what were you talking about? You were complaining. You had what? your like. Um, uh, well, you're like your mesh material. I was just drenched. On. That's why my oh, feet were drenched. So feet were wet. wet the whole time. <laughs> Yikes! Are your um, shoes okay though? Yeah, they were fine. I cleaned. But they oh. survived. Uh, so yeah, that was a really cool part. And then we walked around a little bit. Uh, went to, to the bullpen. We went to the bullpen area. We saw they finally installed rubber on the on the on the alleyway so the players can walk on their spikes. And then we stopped yeah. at the Mets clubhouse. We stopped yeah. in front of the Mets clubhouse. Dun, dun, dun. Well, it was the day. It was literally two hours. After they announced they had hired Luis Rojas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were hoping maybe we'll see Luis Rojas. We didn't. He wasn't there. But in front, of the, in, front of, in front of the clubhouse. Well, I mean, he's on screen right now. So we're standing in front of the clubhouse. So, I mean, I mean well, Shane, Shane goes, he goes, oh, look, it's Brody walking down. And I thought he was joking. I was like, yeah, nope. this guy's bullshit. They had like a whole big like like company meeting. Yeah. And, they're, and so... You think I'm bullshitting you? I'm completely. I'm like I'm. I'm talking it's to like the sales nu- rep. Did I just, nudge you or Ashley? I nudged you. Yeah, or no, you nudged me, like, and I looked, and I was like, "That's definitely him." And you were just like, "I was ah. like, in my mind, I was bullshitting." And then I turned to my left, and I see Brody and the Wilpons walking. Or down just Jeff? Us. Yeah, or just Jeff? Yeah, and some dude we didn't know, and Brody's on his phone. Bro, he looks nothing, at us. Nothing. He, he looks he, at he us. He literally looked at us in the face. Jeff is like, and I'm literally, I'm. This is this. I, I kind of like there. It's literally like this. The, the yeah. sales rep is there. He moves back because you know the king is walking by. So Victor and Harley was like, she's there, and I just kind of keep like I gave him a nod. Like I, I said, like a little stuff. We all, like, yeah. And I keep my like shoulder out just a little bit, and he just goes, <laughs> doesn't he just glances at us because the yeah. peasants. He's doing biz, big business. Jeff was kind of like, yeah. He said he like he murmured something, but I think he was murmuring something to him. Yeah. Right. And not not an acknowledgement, not saying like, oh, okay, we just lost the magic because I didn't do my due fucking diligence. We hired somebody. Oh, look, here's some regular fucking fans with clearly a sales rep, clearly here to maybe spend a couple thousand dollars on my team. Let me, I don't know, go, hey guys, that's it. That's all you had to do. That's why I didn't buy season tickets. And we should have told the guy that. We should have said, you know what? We were really considering it, but considering the fact that Brody didn't even give us a nod, fuck you. Yeah. Brody is a lot shorter than I thought he was going to be. Of all the bad things I just said, that's probably the most <laughs> insulting thing that he can hear because a, a pretty girl just said, you, you perfect little chiseled little plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. You think Victor's hair takes a while to do. Look at the grease in that. But he's yeah. short. 
But then Manaya came and he was just, he kind of Manaya was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah. yeah, I met Manaya before in the dugout on the tour back in twenty two thousand nine. He was uh-huh. like, man, she took pictures yeah. with everybody. Like, I mean, say what you will about his, he he was a good. I didn't like him towards the end, but so much of the talent that's paying off now is yeah. because of him. And he of was chill. He said hello. Yeah. And they were celebrating like what his twentieth year in the organization or something yeah. like that. They said. But anyway, so we continue. So this was after the our I don't know little stroll of the cele- the Mets celebrities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then yeah, then we continue. Then we go to the Mets dugout, which was cool. We took some no, nice no, no. Pictures. We we ended up what at happened? the first. We ended up at the first data club, which actually you can see. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, with the cool lights. Right. Yeah. I skipped that. And Ashley molested the wall. Oh yeah, I got to see yeah. a Conforto. He was reaching out to me. You know, I, I just had to. That's reach actually back. based on that angle. That's actually a kind of a good. It play. was <laughs> fake hug. Well, that's what I told. I said hug the wall. She didn't do it on her own. I was like hug the wall, and uh, and I was like, wait, I have to find him. And then we went onto the field. Yeah, which is cool, right behind home plate. And we went to the dugout. I mean, there's a cool picture of all of us in the dugout where Victor says it looks like the dad is taking his kids yeah. to like, <laughs> take your kids to, to the field day. But, uh, of course, I did my typical funny yeah, screaming funny screaming into the phone. But Victor. No, no, no. Well, I asked Shane to take a picture of me. Well, I took it for the front of you. Yeah. yeah. It came out good. It came out good. I liked it. Because then... I'm taking the picture just as Ashley snuck yeah. that one on you. Yeah. Dude, when I was hit with that picture in the group chat... Oof. He just he couldn't I was, handle himself. I think I, I commented a lot of fire emojis. Did you touch yourself while looking at your own photo? <laughs> no. no, no, no. But he probably did put it as the background to his phone. No, I didn't. No, that is not my. Is it now your no. your Facebook, no, Twitter, no. Instagram? Okay, it's, not, it's not my Snapchat. Has it replaced the dick pic that you sent to the ladies? No, no, no. nothing like that. No, but look um, at the one that you have there now. I have well because this was done by a professional photographer. It's a cool photo. It's not like a selfie of me. For anyone who's like thinks, uh, it's you got to, to lower the, 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 the brightness, brightness on it. But it's a cool photo. And then on the inside, I'm really sorry, everybody. You this is what this be episode sorry. has become. I'm not sorry for you. I'm sorry for that. What's on your, your phone? Oh, well. Look, hold on. I lowered, and then on the inside, it's a picture of me like this, which is cool. My phone, well, let me try to get away, is okay. Oscar the Grouch. Because he is my spirit animal. Move my Him head. and Maurice from Big Mouth. Put mine closer to the oh camera. Oh, this is, this is you and your mother? Yeah, yeah, this is me and my mom. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's it's beautiful. Tiny baby me. Your Listen. mother is a beautiful woman. Thanks. Don't know what happened to you. Uh, and then <laughs> Oscar for me. Remember That was the burn. That was the burn of the week. <laughs> Do you have some eyes for that burn? I'm just teasing you. You're a lovely. Yeah. You're a lovely young woman. But anyways, thank you, Ashley, for the great things. picture. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a good picture, man. It is an excellent picture. Your reaction to it? It was, it was funny. Like, I liked it. Because you, I didn't expect it. It's funny it. that you're by a Toyota logo, because I feel like both you and Toyota have a very heightened opinion of thyself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How long were you waiting for that? Wow. It just came out. It just came out. I just realized that. No, but seriously, like it is a good picture. Yeah. And Lord knows if I... When I was your age, took pictures like that, and I fucking loved them, too. I'd be like, oh, look at this. Mm. Dude, it's, now, a good, it's a good picture. I get one good angle a year now. <laughs> I, I thought that's your angle, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, uh, what, you, what, you, what, you, what were your impressions of the behind the scenes of the stadium? That was amazing around? because uh, I've been to a bunch of Mets games, but there were some areas that I was just like very, mm-hmm. very like, wow. So this is how it looks like to be in the outfield and catch a fly mm-hmm. ball or – and we couldn't get into the clubhouse because McNeil and a few others yeah. had shown up that day. Which was fine. It's not, it was yeah. a big deal. He could have just came out and said hi. 
Yeah. Herc Afforda was there too, though. Yeah, right. Right behind that door. I know. He yeah. was like touching the door. Yeah. So close. <sighs> no, I, I enjoyed the tour overall. Um, my only thing at the end, it's like, yeah, the season tickets are just mad <laughs> money. Also, to be locked into one seat for the entire season. Well, let's actually, I feel like this would be a good conversation. Well, you know, I think if, if you actually, if you did some Photoshop on that picture of you, you could probably sell that photo and make enough money to buy. Lovely, things. I think so. I think people would buy it. I'd be like, oh, who's this model? Um, Shut no, what I'm saying Let's all give our opinions on the thought of season tickets and why we disagreed on it. Because well, we first, we all we weren't on the same page. Well, first, they're discontinuing oh. how this show oh. got its name. The f- fucking amazing Mets passes yeah. that many many so many teams ex- have done. Explain, explain what the amazing Mets passes for it's some fans that don't know. Thirty nine dollars, which, which comes out to forty four yeah. with taxes and fees and blah blah. blah. Right. It automatically renews unless you stop it, so you get access to every home game with the exception of like a Subway Series for the Mets and opening, and opening day. day. Yeah, and you have standing room tickets. We're standing room only. Of course, you're gonna find a seat most games. Either way, you're in. You don't have to think about it. It's there. It's uh, it's on your MLB app wallet. Like. And you, you know can how much go. money you would end up spending on concessions? Seriously. Yeah. And they're discontinuing it. And what the ticket agent, nice guy, not his fault, this is the official company line, said is that when they crunched the numbers, they looked at the numbers for the amount of people who purchased the Amazing Mets Pass as to how many times they actually scanned the Amazing Mets Pass, they would be better suit, they would be better off spending that money on a season ticket plan. Bullshit. Excuse me? What sense Excuse does me? that make? None. Not well, it's the Wilpons. It's 44 times 6. $264 I spent last year to get into that stadium. How many games did... I mean, we only went to like one together, but like well, we, went, we weren't we really went, hanging out. We, but we went to, went to a... a, a we would play softball on Randall's yeah. Island and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. Let's go to the stadium. And like we'd show up in the third inning. Yeah. It was amazing. I you thought your car was going to get stolen yeah, I once. Remember, I, was, <laughs> I remember one time, uh, yeah, See, we parked in like was. the very... In the chop shops. Well, yeah, before they, uh, before they, before they, they, they stop the chop shops from being parking, free parking options, because God forbid the fans of anything in this world. I paid ten dollars for that spot. You paid ten dollars, so the guy so walked pissed. up and was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I'll watch your car." Yeah, ten dollars. It, it was very shady, and I mean, my car is already a little beat up. I was like, "Yeah, I don't need." But it's nice. It's nice. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, it's a good yeah. car. Um, like I don't need any more uh, issues, yeah, issues yeah. with it. So I was just like, "All right, here's ten bucks." And then we sat in an area of City Field where I could still see the car, and, and we were oh like dancing God. on our seats. We were dancing on our seats, and I was tipping over the edge. I was like, "Okay, it's st- like I recognized the yeah. roof of my car." And I was like, "Okay, it's still there." <laughs> and the guy got stopped by the cops. Yeah, and like then that. We, we we saw the cops were like, it started asking questions. He ended up leaving, and I was just oh, like, "Oh, whatever, my car's there." So the two sixty four, whatever it is per year, now they want us to spend that money on tickets that when. They're every day in the 500s, it's two, it's the thousand. And the 400s is 2,000 a ticket. Honestly, when but I saw that number, I was like, no. There's a 14 way. game a weekday plan that in the 14? 500, uh, 14 games, sorry. 41. 41, 41 game. 41. Uh, sorry. Um, that's well, how much was this? It was eight like something a, a weekday, for 400. Yeah, weekday, I believe, was around, I think it was like five or six. Oh, no, no, no. So um, the 400s was 600. Mm. We're talking, let's and say then, just saw 500. Like, and the blues. 500s was, or sorry, the 500s was 600, and then the 400s were 800. Yeah. But aside, and that was the 41 day game. And then the yeah. Saturday whether, was, whether, Sunday ones were Whether even or not higher. you sat, yeah. yeah. So the weekend plan was even higher. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was just it was just coming out to way too much money. We divided it up. Eventually, like for one plan, it came out to eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Then for the other plan, it was about fifteen dollars per game. Which the only advantage was the one I walked in there zero percent convinced to buy them. 
and then or maybe 20%, not really. 0% and then I walked out of there 50% and then I went down to 20 and then went back down to 0 just cuz I, I was thinking would it be an investment for this show because you do get certain early access to batting practice and certain events, town yeah. halls and this that, and the other that they don't have listed yet you don't know what they're going to be how they're going to be and yeah maybe you might get one cool event but i mean look at the fan fest they had that we didn't go to that actually looked pretty cool they weren't there were 20 tickets that the Wilpons wouldn't even give to the season ticket holders for free they got advanced early access to purchase and which yeah. is why i sold out so quickly but they you don't even get fan fest for free which yankees fans season ticket holders get their fan fest for free <laughs> so and so do most other parks so it's just it's, how much was it again uh, for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, it, it didn't, it didn't, it, like you said, yeah, it's a gimmick. It, it seemed, that was my summary for it. It just seemed very gimmicky. Like, I even yeah. told the sales agent, I was like, instead of me being excited that I'm going to 41 games, it almost became, oh shit, I got to go to 41 games mm-hmm. this year. And yeah. yeah, you could roll them over. Yeah, you could do this that, and the other thing. You could sell them in the secondary market. But secondary market was You'll where we're looking at. Price. Exactly, because yeah, was- we're looking at the same kind of seats. Six dollars before fees, nine dollars, ten dollars after fees yeah. and subhub. So, but you've paid an average of eighteen to twenty-one dollars, depending on your section per game. You're, you, and I was saying to us, I, I think I said it, it was that for every, you basically you'll get the for you every one ticket you back, sell, yeah. for every two tickets you sell, get the value of one on the secondary yeah. market if you're lucky. And it was just a headache, honestly. It was just like, oh, you could sell twenty percent right off the bat, and I was just like. Uh, I, like for me, it was just it, yeah. It, that's the right word. It was just a hassle for yeah. me. And I was like, instead of me being excited, because that that's how I would go to Mets games. I'll just be like, okay, I feel like going to game number thirty four. I would look up tickets and I'll be like, great, they're six dollars. Let me sit in this section. I'll move around. Yeah. Or my favorite section to sit in the ballpark is the four hundreds. Mm-hmm. To always sit yeah. first row. Yeah. I, my biggest pet peeve is I don't like seeing people's heads. <laughs> Yeah. In front of, but my, she's too short for the bar. Problem, but yeah, so. and I'm too fat for anything but aisles. So, and he couldn't, he couldn't match. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't any he, three, any, any, all three of our yeah. preferences. He could not find. I mean, albeit well, this was never gonna work either way. It for, was either well, one actually, of us was well, compromise. he found something that was in like the third or fourth row. Yeah, but it was like yeah. middle seats, thirteen, yeah. twelve, and thirteen. I mean, we could just do it. We we sat two and one or one and two and. Or just Whatever. get Ashley a booster seat. Man, no. You got that pillow. Yeah, you bring it with you. <laughs> but you, well, you last we spoke, were still considering it. Yeah. I was because before this was even an option for us to go and visit the field itself, I was already considering like a 20-game package mm-hmm. just because um, I was looking at how much I had went to the field last year and how much more I know I'm going to go this year. Mm-hmm. So 20 games didn't seem too much. 41 games and, you know, the full game package is mm-hmm. where it was kind of like, okay, is this going to be worth it for mm. all of us to to go? And, you know, obviously I haven't bought them yet, so I'm still not you should, sold. Yeah, I feel like you should price them out against StubHub for the same games. <laughs> yeah. My, and then my other issue is, like, I don't want to be in the same seat. That that was also my thought at yeah. the end. It was like, it I don't want to be stuck in the same spot all the time because – there are some days and some games where I find hundred seats, you know, for like eighty bucks a piece, and me and my friends go down there. And obviously, with that package, I wouldn't have that option. Have you told your friends who you used to go with that I met who have the amazing pass that it's done? I have not. 
but it would be interesting to see how he reacts. You should text him right now. Okay. And so later, as we get to the end of the show, he texts back and goes, what? But uh, how'd the guy take it when you told him no? Mm, he, he still tried to sell me on them, but I told him honestly, I was just like, hey, look, there's a variety of factors, like financially, like I told like, it is a big financial thing to pay, but yeah. aside from that, I told him I was just like, I, I want a first row section, like even if it's in the 500s, it's my pet peeve is just I hate when I see the backs of people's heads. One a couple days they're taller, a couple days there's another day they're shorter. All you see is the back of people's heads. Well, that's it the just, problem I always have. Is that it's just like I want to really like, enjoy the game. Like yeah, I, for that money, you deserve it. Yeah, Absolutely. And me personally, I'm not even a fan of the like the the what is clubs. it like yeah the clubs or whatever mm-hmm. where you could go watch the game at a bar. No, I want to watch, watch the game. Yeah. I just want to watch the well, game. So like pure this baseball. is where and I, I thought I wasn't gonna like the clubs either, but no, last I've, year I've been in the clubs. It's. I mean, but last year we actually hit really bad weather during one of the games yeah. and everybody was still outside. I actually didn't have a jacket, so the club saved me from freezing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's like an Once exception. In a blue yeah, that's an exception. But I'm happen. saying, say yeah. weather is perfect, whatever the case is, I'm not going to watch the game inside no. the club when I could. Sit, Absolutely enjoy not. the breeze the outside. The views are actually not as awesome. Well, there are no views because yeah, there are no if views you go to if you TV. go to the uh, uh, I think the Foxwood. What's the one? What's Porsche? the one in the out? Yeah, Porsche. If you get the right seat, there's a view, but you you're really removed from it all the way in left field and behind several rows. The Foxwood Club, there are no views. Absolutely not. That's great. To, like, That's great for a rain delay and, like... and when they test new food on people. And now I guess called Jim Beam, formerly the Promenade Club. That was the best because they tested new foods and then eventually they're success, successful get stands. But there's only one spot at the very, 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 if you're facing the field from behind home plate, right-hand corner, that yeah. you have to get there that immediately and get those. I watch whole games there when it's been like really cold in April. And it's cool because it's the only time you can actually see to the home plate. Everything mm-hmm. else, it you're blocks. best if you start at second base. You see the outfield. Like I, I think why, what's the point of having windows there? I mean, I get they wanted to have wheelchair seating in front. But you could have wheelchair seating elsewhere. The fact that they didn't build that forward was very not forward thinking because Absolutely. you don't see the field from it. Yeah. So yeah. it's great for food. It's great for the AC if you need to take a break if it's sweltering hot or from the cold in April, October. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's not. It's just it's just not worth it. Yeah, and so yeah, at the end of the day, it was not something that I would be looking forward to. I'd rather spend the StubHub. And mm-hmm. spend a little extra money on fees, and know like you know what? If I go to twenty games this season, I'll be very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Rather than me being like, oh my god, I gotta go to this game, I gotta go to that game. Wait, no, I can't. It was just, uh, it was a headache. And, bro- think- and Brody didn't say hi. Yeah, and Brody <laughs> didn't say hi to me. I think it would be interesting to see uh, at the end of the season how many games we ended up going to and how much we spent and compare it. Yeah, we can do that calculation. We could. My honest prediction for games that I'll be going to this season was is about twenty. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, twenty twenty five. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Less now if, without the no, amazing if, pass. But see, I was also convinced to get the standing pass. It was awesome. Yeah. You guys told that's, me about that's the, how the standing pass, and I was excited about it. That's, but then that, I was like, well, that's how the show started, man. Yes, the namesake. Yeah. All right. Maybe they'll bring it back. For Forever us. standing room only. Yeah. All right, and on to Mets Me. Mets Me. Mets Me. Mets Me. 
Yeah. Shane, why don't you take this one? Uh, I mean, it speaks for itself. <laughs> it's not just Mets, of course, because nothing's happening right now in the season. But it's Jose Altuve going the bat on the deck circle, but he needs to go through a metal detector first. Make sure yeah. he doesn't have any buzzers that he wasn't wearing, but he told everyone not to take off his shirt, and he ran quite straight into the clubhouse. Fuck him. That was this next one. <laughs> Breaking. Harry Mexic. and Megan have reached out to the Mariners, Padres, Rockies, Rays, Rangers, and Brewers for advice on living without a title. That's, that's a good one. Mean. So that's supposed to be Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, wait. Someone made I, a haven't, I haven't seen this, this Someone. I mean, at least they, they tried, tried to... Get well, they got the there, they got the field right, like right. on target, and then the base pads, and then Jacob Degrom. I feel but... like it's not that hard to get the base, the bases, and everything aligned. But <laughs> like I'm making caricatures for the for the show, and they, this is way yeah. worse. I mean, you're not stitching them. I I am assuming someone did this by hand and not in the machine. Yeah. What's ha- what happened with the hat? It looks like it just comes down. There's no like, <laughs> like, like flap. Like it's a fez. Yes, exactly. <laughs> have you guys ever kind watched of a flap? Have you guys ever watched Big Mouth? Yes. <laughs> you know yes. uh who what's the coach's name? Coach Steve. Coach Steve. He's a big <laughs> Mets fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, coach I'm sorry. Steve. That's me. I was going I thought he looked like Ron Darling if he got like Fucked up, like he, went, <laughs> like he was. Like, it was like this is Ron Darling the night they won the championship. You know, he wasn't in the crackdown <laughs> with Doc Gooden, but at the bar he got into a fight with someone. And he just someone uh, decked him. I have a question: Is this part his hair? I or think so. Yeah, no, it's it's his hair. It's like a little bit grayed out. Is that like part of the? You know? I maybe they were trying to go look, for like a three dimensional shadow. Look, man, yeah, if no. they just got to redo the face, just the face. <laughs> I feel like. Mistakes were made. I mean, you know what? I couldn't do that. Yeah, I couldn't like, so I'm not true. ripping you apart. No, what I'm saying is the field in the background looks good. The yeah. name, the, or the, the looks good. banner that it's on, and the jersey looks good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's Butterface. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Watching the Super Bowl, like. Yeah, this is a guy. He's wearing his catcher's uniform. He's awaiting. That's how we all are. Yeah. yeah, we're all waiting. This is kind of half football, half baseball. Congrats to Super Bowl MVP, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I don't get the yeah. Like, I know Pat Mahomes' dad was a Met, but what's going on? I with think the they just part? say that they, they look alike. Yeah, who sent this beam in? Not me. Oh, it wasn't you? I know, I saw it all over Mets pages, and when I was like, maybe one of you will get it. No, I don't get no, it. Ashley all right, well, congratulations, right. Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Next. Ashley, you you found this. Oh, one. this is a this yeah. is a High School Musical. It is. Everyone's getting. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know what it was, and I was like. But I just I just don't know who's Wait, having. Wait, Victor knows High School do. Musical. Dun, Bro, dun, dun. I fucking loved High School Musical as a kid. Oh, have you right. watched the new show? No. Uh, I don't have Disney uh, Plus. I don't think it's worth it. Do you have Verizon? No. Uh, Time Warner, or now it's Spectrum. Uh, just play it. Just play it. The yeah. audio will, will will come in. Okay. So they're in the pot. So this <laughs> is this is an original original standing room only meme. Uh, right now we don't have the audio playing. Uh, well, we do for the fans right now. So. Yeah, so for the fans. Or how are we gonna play this over? chilies? But anyways, yeah. So um, for any office fans, because our last Mets office meme had huge success, so I was like, let me just make another one. So this is Kevin obviously spilling the chili all across the floor, 
and I was able to put Brody's face over it and making uh, a mess. Just making a, a mess of that. I, it's brilliant. It's absolutely. I love brilliant. it. Yeah. The so in the chili, in the chili, you have Steve Cohen, Carlos Beltran, <laughs> and Yoenis Cespedes. And then while he's picking up the mess or whatever he made, he's uh, putting it back in those words. Come get us. Uh, famously said by Brody when uh, he first came on to, <laughs> as a GM. We're gonna come get you because you. You didn't shake our didn't hands, bro. Say hello. You didn't even nod. You didn't acknowledge. You lost money. <laughs> and then finally, baseball. The, the floor. floor is yours. Yeah, Super Bowl is over. It's baseball yes. season. We're excited. Ooh. Shit's about to kick in the gear for Throny, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. You excited? You I'm excited. Wait. Are you excited? I'm there excited you. to I'm meet excited. fans this year. Actually, getting out there, oh, talking I, to the actually, people. I actually have some fans already. Do I? Well, as, as he drinks his water off screen. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> well, not, I didn't want people to see me drink water, but I mean, actually, but everyone yeah, has got to maintain his image. Like you. What? So I, everyone's notoriously. Well, here's the thing. No, but actually, but no, no, actually, well, there's a comment that Hannah got. Yeah, and then someone gonna, said, uh, and then the same guy actually was the also, same person. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's so that's right. why I said like she has a fan, like she wants to yeah. get to meet more Mets people. Hi. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, not a week goes by on this show. We don't post a new episode where at least one or two new young ladies are like, "Oh, who's that guy?" And someone goes, "Which one?" They go, "Not the old fat one." <laughs> Not the good, no, the good looking one. Not the funny one. The good looking one. You're the good looking one. So look, he's turning your head. You're the good looking one, man. No, but I mean, whatever, I'm old. But, um, no, Victor, Victor, I think, what are your predictions for Stroni for the 2020 season? I got one Uh, for Victor, but I'll save it. mm, Wow, thanks. Um, (laughs) No, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to save it. No, I mean, my prediction for Stroni is I hope. We are able to grow our following to at least a thousand on Instagram. Ooh, I would. That's like more than doable. The work yeah. you put into so. that, the stuff you do on there is fucking brilliant. Yeah. So, so uh, we try our best. We're working right now on the spring training countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we haven't posted up the last couple of days, but there <laughs> there haven't been many recognizable players. Yeah. I think we only missed out on Yoenis Cespedes for fifty two. <gasps> Yeah, what are we going to do? Um, but tomorrow or whenever this hit episode goat, comes out. Goat. Yeah, hit the goat. Um, tomorrow when this episode comes out, there's going to be 50. So um, I think it's Sid Fernandez. Good one. So mm-hmm. Sid Fernandez will start off new fresh. But the Johan Santana one, it got 100 likes, which is our most nice. our liked post. More than Baby Yoda? More than Baby Yoda, yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Nice. You can go uh, look at that. And then it, what started happening is just with the other posts, like, I don't know, like Kelly Johnson, like only a handful of people mm-hmm. might know about yeah. Kelly Johnson. Yeah. So we're just, whatever, 50 days away, there'll be not, plenty not more. Not bad, not bad. We have. Yep. Ashley, what are your predictions? My For your first full season with Strong. My first full season will be. Well, wait, bringing... Shane, I thought this was just a tryout. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Nice one. <laughs> Regardless. For this year, I feel like at least we're going to be bringing in some new segments, talking mm-hmm. to some more people, doing a lot more collaborations, mm-hmm. um, yeah. some more games, yep. um, not necessarily drilling you guys all the time with questions. Maybe even I will jump in on some questions. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Wait, does that mean like we got to Damn, gotta now, we gotta, now we got to discuss the show. <laughs> I thought all I did was just show up. 
right? <laughs> See what had happened was I mean, I am changing the game. Like I mean, but the trivia for Ashley would have to be in the last year. Yeah, this is true. Hey, hey. it'll be like, what were the stats from last night's game? Go. Yeah, right. <laughs> How many times did you swoon over Michael Conforto <laughs> yeah. from the television? Okay, yeah, I, only once. Yeah, you know, for the for three hours. My predictions are, yes, more followers, yes, more collaborations, mm-hmm. interviewing and annoying people at the stadium, and <laughs> having roundtable discussions, which is something that yes. that, 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 uh, that was your idea, correct, mm-hmm. I believe? And uh, Some games. Some games. Uh, I think that Victor will, will may, might be auctioned off for a date with Hot Mets fans for a donation to charity. The charity uh, I'm not agreeing to it. I think that... that uh, <laughs> I think that um, if, if we ever build a Patreon, it should be like at a thousand dollars. No, I think. Am I worth I think. Dollars? I think. Yeah. Well, we need to. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. But it's for charity, so the charity is Ronnie and <laughs> um, charity is for us. <laughs> we need to get our money back for this equipment. Ashley is going to get a date with some minor league Cyclone player this season. I predict. I think we'll do something out of the Cyclones, and she's going to be our our meal ticket. Into the world of professional baseball, and I, I predict that I will, um, I will be angry about something. <laughs> and uh, I think those, are, and Hannah will jump on the desk yeah. at some point. And the goat. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in. This yes. was episode eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, right. I'm Victor. Shane. And I'm Ashley, and this is standing remotely. <laughs> Mamba forever. Oh yeah. I gotta, I, I gotta say. I gotta say, Kobe. But I need the trash can. But whatever. It's okay. Kobe. Over there. Right. There, there, there. there we go. Don't worry. It's not a big deal. Like no. oh. oh, oh, oh. In the trash can. Hold on. I'm going to use Shane's face as a backboard. <laughs> oh, I still missed. <laughs> he I... is a Knicks fan. <laughs> Peace, everybody. No do-overs in life. Ah, oh. yeah. All right. It's all right. You get second chances, though. <laughs>